Good afternoon, everybody. Today is Monday, August 1st, 2022. Welcome to Help I'm Addicted to Adderall. This is your host, Cassie. And first of all, I wanted to thank you all so much for joining me today. And um, now, a little intro. This episode is going to be, of course, um, about how things are going for me and my little baby during this pregnancy while I continue to take Adderall. So hopefully you find this helpful. So based on my ovulation test and the measurements of the baby, I will be at 17 weeks tomorrow. I just recently left the doctor's office. I went to go see a maternal fetal medicine doctor um, who specializes in high-risk pregnancy. And the reason that my OB referred me to this doctor was because of the results of a genetic test that I had gotten done. So it was the genetic carrier screening and I tested positive for cystic fibrosis related conditions. Um, so I had a mild variant of that gene. And so they recommended my husband get tested and he had the exact same variant that I do. And so based on my interpretation of the results, really, our daughter's not going to inherit any kind of symptomatic condition from us. You have to have a severe variant in order for the child to present with any kind of symptoms, whether it be full-blown cystic fibrosis, which, based on my understanding, with my variant, even if it were paired with a severe variant, the child would not have full-blown cystic fibrosis. However, um, if it were a male, they could potentially be infertile, and either gender could have some pancreatic troubles, um, respiratory issues, and things like that. But based on the variants that we have, I'm so thankful the child's not going to inherit any kind of symptomatic condition. So, and that's how I interpreted the results, but I scheduled an appointment with one of the genetic counselors through the company who did the testing, which is Invitae. So they provide free genetic counseling for their, to their customers. And, you know, I just wanted to make sure I was interpreting the results correctly. So I scheduled something and spoke with somebody who confirmed that, yeah, our daughter is not going to inherit any kind of condition or symptoms related to cystic fibrosis based on our results. So I'm still a little confused as to why my OB referred me to a high-risk doctor. I'm, I'm guessing that he just, it's just something that they automatically do when one of their patients 
and their significant other test positive for a certain um, genetic disorder. Yeah. And so I went to go see the maternal fetal medicine doctor and he confirmed the same thing, you know, like, he's like, the pediatrician may want to know, but really it's, you know, in all practicality, not going to affect the baby. They're not going to have any symptoms. I definitely would not recommend amniocentesis based off of this result. Um, so that was good. And I was kind of debating, like, I mean, should I really go in and see this doctor? Um, since I knew that, you know, my risk category hadn't changed because of that genetic screening that was done. But I was like, you know what, I might as well go in. Um, that way I can get, you know, a third, I guess a fourth opinion on my medications during pregnancy. And there were a couple other questions I wanted to ask and I totally forgot when I was in there, so I'm so mad. I really just asked him about the medications, um, primarily the Adderall. So I told him that I'd been taking, that I was taking a higher dosage and that I had reduced my dosage to 40 milligrams a day. And he said, you know, like if it's anything under 20 milligrams, you know, that's like nothing. So that was, even though I'm taking way more than 20 milligrams a day, I still found it comforting or reassuring that he thinks of 20 or less as nothing. <laughs> um, and I mean, he did say, you know, with the higher dosages, I have seen some babies who basically it would affect like their growth. Um, so if I'm understanding correctly, you know, she was measuring exactly where she was supposed to be today. So she, her growth hasn't been restricted up until this point. Um, he did schedule another appointment with me 12 weeks out. So I'll be about 28 weeks along then just to make sure that she is, you know, the growth, there are no issues with fetal growth restriction. Um, but he was like, I mean, we have, I think it was like nurses there who take Adderall and they, they take it throughout pregnancy and, you know, it's not a concern. And he said that he actually had three other patients today who take Adderall. So, you know, it's very, very common these days. And if they're going to see him, then they are most likely taking it during pregnancy. Maybe they do, they have had some complications, but you know, he sees a lot of high risk people and he wasn't concerned about me taking Adderall. Um, he did kind of express the same thing that my psychiatrist always expresses, which is, you know, we wanna keep you at the lowest effective dose, which I, I still, I'm not crazy about that wording because it's like, well, the lowest effective dose was the 60 milligrams. That's why I took that. It's not like I'm taking 
I was taking more than what was effective for me prior to getting pregnant. But um, yeah, I mean, I, I understand the concept. It's like I'm supposed to take the lowest dose possible that will keep me from going crazy <laughs> from like losing my job or just, you know, totally disrupting my life. Um, whew, I am still, I would really like to go back up to at least like 50 milligrams a day for, I, I go back to work this week. So for this month and possibly the next month, um, just because I know how stressful the beginning of the year is for me. Um, you know, meet the teacher. I usually, I mean, sorry, now I'm thinking of something else. <laughs> um, I just know that I work long hours. You know, the first, I, I mean, I always work long hours, but especially the first month of school. And I'm teaching a new grade level, like a whole new team. I have to move classrooms and set up a new classroom. So it's like, I really want to make sure that I'm on top of things with work. And I want to start off the year strong. And I know that if I do that, it will be easier for me to kind of take it a bit easier or a bit more easy. I don't know how to say that. <laughs> um, it'll be easier for me to kind of like, you know, just chill later in the year and not work a billion hours a week. Um, I just, I want to make sure the students get in that routine. So even if, you know, the Adderall does become less effective as, a, as the pregnancy progresses, um, I, I feel confident that I would be fine dropping down to 40 milligrams a day in you know, October, even though, you know, third trimester is not going to be easy. So I am going to discuss, I think I'm going to email my, my psychiatrist and just say like, you know, I'm struggling and I'm feeling really anxious about work and my ability to get everything done on this lower dosage, which I did express. And she was like, well, I don't want to increase your dosage like preemptively. Um, I would prefer that you see how things go first, um, which I definitely respect that. I think the thing that, that worries me and the reason I um, asked for it ahead of time and tried to increase the the dosage preemptively is because with, you know, all of the, the laws and regulations related to these Schedule II medications or um, controlled drugs, I worry that, you know, I wouldn't be able to get the dosage increased and fill the prescription in time, you know, because I, I want to be on top of my game when the students start, you know? So yeah, he, he didn't seem too concerned about the Adderall. 
And the only thing he mentioned, you know, he said it doesn't cause birth defects. The only thing that could happen potentially is, you know, a decreased size. And I feel like that could be pretty well monitored. Um, I'm going to see my OB in a little over a week. And I'll probably go in another four weeks after that. So, yeah. Now, the other question my doctor asked, because I did tell him that I stopped taking Clonopin when I got my positive pregnancy test. And my psychiatrist switched me from Ambien to Seroquel when I got that positive test. And he said, and how's the Seroquel working? And I was like, oh, I mean, not as well as the Ambien, but a lot better than nothing. <laughs> and he was like, well, you know, an Ambien really is fine during pregnancy. And he, the only thing he said was that um, if you're on it for, if you take it every single day, then you may need to, you may build up like a tolerance and need to increase your dosage. So that was really his only reasoning for, that would be the only reason that somebody would need to worry about taking Ambien every day during pregnancy. And like, I've been taking the same dosage for years and it's been fine. So that was good to know. I'm, I'm kind of considering taking the Ambien the night before, like maybe meet the teacher my first day back to work and maybe like the first day of school, you know, those, those, maybe not even meet the teacher, but just those nights that, you know, my schedule is going to be changing and I will be anxious. So yeah. Now being that he did not say, Oh, will you stop taking the Klonopin when you got your positive pregnancy test? I mean, really the Klonopin shouldn't be a problem since he didn't bring that up and he knew that I used to take it. Um, that does lead me to believe that he's not a fan of, like he wouldn't recommend taking that during pregnancy. I didn't ask, I guess I'm just going to suck it up and I can do this. You know, there were some, sometimes last year that normally I would take my clonopin and I didn't and it, everything was fine. And I, you know, I'm confident it's gonna be okay this year. No, I'm not as competent without it because I do get anxious. But as long as I can get back on it after the baby's born, <laughs> I can make that sacrifice for the next um, five months or so. It's got me less worth it. So, yeah, that's my update for now. I have my... 18 week ultrasound appointment with my regular OB next week. I'm not sure if it's going to be an anatomy scan, but the maternal fetal medicine specialist 
did do an anatomy scan. Everything measured like perfectly. It was like exactly 16 weeks and six days, which is how far along she was according to my ovulation test. So that was a huge relief. I'm not even sure why they scheduled another appointment for me, but you know, I would prefer to have more monitoring done just in case any problems do arise. So she looked great. The blood flow looked good and like it was going in the right direction in her heart. Um, her heartbeat or heart rate was within the desired range for a fetus of that age. Age even the word. <laughs> um, the brain looked good. The spine looked good. They showed me all the bones in like her arms and legs and said that, you know, everything was measuring appropriately. So, so thankful. You know, I thank God and I love my baby and hope that things continue along this positive path. So thank you so much for listening. I, I hope to be able to help any of you um, who are struggling with the decision to continue taking medication if you do plan on getting pregnant in the future or even if you are pregnant, because I know that my fears regarding taking Adderall while pregnant really influenced my decision to postpone pregnancy for so long. And it even had me doubting whether or not I wanted to have kids. And, you know, that's not okay. And, of course, you know, there are risks. But I just... I hope that they aren't, there aren't very many or that, you know, they're not adverse outcomes are extremely unlikely or, you know, even better, not related to Adderall use. But it's like women need to be informed about the real risks or lack thereof. Because, you know, this could influence women to never have kids or to have an abortion if, you know, they get pregnant while taking Adderall. And that, based on what I've learned this year, that's probably not the most appropriate choice if you really do in your heart of hearts want to have children. Um... So I hope that nothing changes my mind on that issue. And honestly, really, if I think about it logically, I don't think that it doesn't seem that taking Adderall is really risky for the fetus. Um, 
it seems more like, you know, if something were, if, if the baby were to be born with some kind of condition, it would be hard for me not to blame myself and blame the Adderall. But if I see somebody else talking about, you know, oh, my child um, has ADHD, could it have been the medication? It's like, I, I feel like, no, it was the fact that both of their parents have ADHD, you know, it's hereditary. Plus, like, ADHD is so common these days. Anyway, um, I will give you all another update in about a week after I've gone to see my, my OB again and have been back at work for a week. Um, I am hoping that I can increase my Adderall dosage. I'll let you know if there are any changes regarding my Ambien versus Seroquel usage. But yeah, thank you so much for listening. I really, really appreciate you. God bless.